Are you a professional woman who wants to create passive income streams and financial freedom through real estate investing? Join us here on Real Estate Investor Goddesses, hosted by Monique Holm. Listen to women who are rocking it in real estate investments as they share their stories of success, failures, and best advice in real estate investing. Start creating real wealth through real estate. Tune in today. Here's your host, real estate investor, syndicator, and developer, Monique Holm. Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Goddesses podcast. I'm your host, Monique Kham. On this show, I interview badass, incredible real estate investing women, women who are crushing it in the real estate investing space. And I am super, super excited today to have with us Christina Walls, who is a mother, a land investor, and a coach at the Land Profit Generator. She has the drive to create the best life for her and her family, and you're going to be thrilled to hear her story. Her journey of becoming a land investor and how much success she's had in just a few short years is really inspiring. And also what's really inspiring is how she's working and helping others do the same. She strives to help others reach their potential and overcome internal obstacles such as mind frame and self-doubt that can hinder one's growth. And she, like me, has a heart to help women. This focuses mainly on women. And I'm very excited to have her here. Welcome, Christina. Hi, thanks for having me today. <laughs> thanks for being here. So tell us, how did you get started in real estate investing? So I had always wanted to get into real estate investing and I had a, another business. It was like a service industry and um, I was pretty much a single mom and my son was like uh, at a private school playing a bunch of sports and I just did not have a lot of time. And I also felt like maybe I don't have the education. Maybe I don't have the money. I don't know what I'm doing. And so when my son turned 16, I'm like, yeah, you're going to be driving and freeing up some of my time. <laughs> <laughs> so I got him on that real quick. And then I started going to my local RIA, the Real Estate Investors Association, and I started just kind of listening and hearing and seeing what was going to work for me. And I sat in a class one day on land investing. A man named Jack Bosch was giving a presentation on becoming a land investor. And there was a couple sitting in front of me and they had just done their first deal. They made like, I think it was something like 26K, something like that. And I like looked at them and I listened to his presentation and it resonated with me. And I was like, I think I could do this, you know? And so I went and he had a, he was offering a program or a, you know, a program. So I purchased into that. And in 30 days, I did my first deal, made $8,000. And I nice. thought, yeah, this works. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I think it's just a matter of repeating, repeating, repeating and learning. And that's what I did. I just, I was like crazy. I was like, okay, I can do it. I can do it again. I can do it. I can do it again. You know, and literally that's what I did. So that's how I got in. That's how I got into real estate. That's Indeed. incredible. So before we started recording, you told me that you were pleasantly surprised by a deal that you're just doing right now. You want to tell us about that? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. So I got this nice piece of land under contract in uh, Central Florida. 
And normally I don't do any surveys. I don't do any reports. I just buy and sell land. But part of my goal for the end of this year is to add value to some of these properties. And so some of the things I'm going to do is going to be doing a little development, maybe some clearing, putting mobile homes on it, getting surveys, clearing easements, stuff like that. So I got this property under contract for like 30K. And as it sits at a discount, I would sell it for 120. But I got a guy to go out and do like an environmental study on where the wetlands are because I live in Central Florida and I buy and sell in Central Florida along with other places in the U.S., but uh, we have wetlands. But I knew that if I knew where the wetlands were and I knew where the dry land was on this lot, it would be a smoking deal. (laughs) So I got the report this morning and it's good. There's plenty of high and dry land. So now my 120 market value goes up to 200K. Nice. <laughs> so that you bought um, for thirty thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So I'm going to the. Uh, t- I've already got it at the title company. The sellers. I've already actually went out and met them, which is very uncommon for me. I never uh, like physically go to properties, but this one's kind of local, and I was excited about it because I knew this was a hot area, and I knew instinctively that I could get this thing sold quickly. So we'll be closing probably in 30 days. And I may even actually have a end. I have potentially already two end buyers that are interested in, and I sent them the reports this morning. So yeah, I like adding value. (laughs) (laughs) I want to step back a minute to talk a bit more about land because a lot of people think about land investing and they go, why would I do, <laughs> would I do that? Or there's no, there's no money in land. Uh, so tell, tell us about like how, why land? What, what was it about land that resonated with you and how do you make it make sense? So again, I had another business and it was a service industry and it was locally based and it ran me ragged. And I was like, I never want to have a business again that doesn't support the lifestyle that I want. I travel a lot. I enjoy traveling. I enjoy having free time. I enjoy working too. So my goal was to create a business based around how I wanted to live, not the other way around. I didn't want to be running. And so whenever I realized that you could do land anywhere in the United States and all you really needed was uh, the internet and you needed some assistance, you know, some help in it. But I was like, that resonated with me so much because, you know, I don't want to like work. (laughs) I mean, I do, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be like, you know, my goal was to create business based around how I wanted to live. And I do work, don't get me wrong, I do work, you know, but I also have uh, flexibility in my days and in my time. So there's a few things about land that a lot of people don't realize is that uh, the competition is a lot lower in land than it is in homes, especially right now. You know, everybody, the market is high right now for houses, the competition with wholesalers and flippers and uh, even like uh, apartments are, it, there's a huge competition. With land, the competition is not anywhere near that level. 
And there's a few ways that the few things that appealed to me also about land. One is you can flip and you can make, you make anywhere between, you know, 5K up to $100,000. Probably an average deal is around 20K. And also you create notes. I buy land and then I sell them on seller financing. So I create terms, which creates cash flow, which I love. I love the cash flow. It just improves your quality of life. You know, you don't have to like be like when you so when you close deals and they're cash deals, you know, it's just it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. So that is what resonated with me. And I, I wasn't real sure about, you know, how much do you really make on deals? How many deals are you going to do? You know, and it took a little bit of time for me to learn the system, to learn how to do land investing. But once you get it down. And once you learn the process, it is you really then begin to become more efficient and you begin to say, okay, I need to outsource certain things in order to grow. And you begin to create systems and you begin to just work on your business. And uh, that's pretty much what I do. I mean, I, I still oversee offers and I have a great assistant that is just, she's wonderful and between pretty much the two of us, we're able to run the business and close out between three and uh, six deals a month. That's incredible. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. You talked about you can run it alone. It requires some assistance. You do some outsourcing. What kind of assistance? What do you need to get it done? To get the so, lifestyle you want. Well, so at first I was doing everything myself. You know, I kind of come from like a manual family where everybody does everything. So I had to kind of like transition, you know, into that mind frame first and foremost, that I don't have to do everything and that doing everything actually hinders me. The first thing I started looking at was what what is taking up my time that somebody else could do. So part of that would be like property research. Part of that would be marketing, pooling pictures, due diligence. Those are time-consuming things that if you have a well-trained assistant, they really can do it just as good as you can. You know, and I, I think also going into it with the mind frame that you're going to have a good assistant. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, it's hard to get good work. Well, it's not hard to get good work, you know, but you there's plenty of good work out there to be, you know, plenty of good help out there, but you, you do have to train people how to do things the way that you want it done. So at this point, I have a local stay home mom who's my assistant and I use VAs for uh, just kind of like tasks, specific tasks, but I like utilizing women. <laughs> and oftentimes okay. stay, there's some stay home moms that are, you know, really incredible in their ambition and in their drive. They just want to raise their kids also, you know? And so when I found my local assistant, you know, I was completely pleased and uh, she has just proven to be a great asset to uh, my business. No doubt. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So good. Well, I want to ask you a question. It's my favorite question because I find that we learn so much more when things don't go well than when they do. So what would you say was your biggest mistake and what did you learn from it? Mm, my biggest mistake. So I guess in land, probably some of the biggest mistakes I make 
it's not so much in doing deals, but it's in moving forward and pushing myself to expand and grow. It's the shifts in my mental outlooks on things, uh, fear. Sometimes I want to grow, but like, oh my gosh, I've got to like, when I first hired an assistant, I was like scared because I was like, oh my gosh, that's another person I'm going to have to be financially responsible for, you know? And so part of, I don't know if it would be a mistake. You can like not be the greatest investor and still do pretty good in land. I hate to say that, but like once you learn the system, you know, it's not super hard. So I haven't made like really big mistakes. I've never lost money ever. I've never, I mean, probably I did a deal one time where I only made like $1,500, but you know, I still made money. You know, I've, (laughs) I've made mistakes on contracts, you know, where like I put the wrong person as the seller, the wrong person as the buyer, you know, little things like that. But I just like honest with the people that I'm working with and I'll be like, oh, you know, my bad, I'll just go fix it. So I would say not so much mistakes, but it's being patient in the process of growing and pushing yourself in order to attain your goal. Uh, whatever it is, if you want to grow your business, you have to bring in help, which means you're going to have to outlay that cash. And it's it's a little scary sometimes, like some months I'll be buying, you know, a lot of land in one month and that, you know, but you got to spend that money, you know? So there's a shift in your relationship with money. If you come from a background where money wasn't talked about a lot, conservative with money, fear around money, lacking in money, all of those issues affect how you function in business. But I have to say, having a good support system and having other entrepreneurs and other land investors, like I have inside of the land profit generator, and having I had a coach also, all of these things have so contributed to me coming outside of mind frames of lack, fear, moving forward. And I mean, it's it's a game changer when you have a network of people who are just doing well, and all of a sudden you're in that group too. So I don't know if I would call them mistakes or just learning lessons along the path of entrepreneurship, which gets you to your goal. And yeah. without that, you know, you're just going to stay in the same place. And I don't know about you, but I don't like staying in the same place. There's so many great things that you brought up there. One is the importance of being able to get past your fear and the importance of that, having that mindset, the growth mindset, the, and then having people and support around you to help you with that. You know, that's something that in our Wealthy Goddess program, we focus so much on because I believe that success is, Tony Robbins says, it's 20% strategy, but it's 80% psychology. Like what goes between your ears, that's really what gets you, gets you to grow, gets you to be successful. It's that overcoming the fear of hiring, overcoming the fear of making that offer or even making a mistake. It happens and, you know, you can either let that freeze up and stop you or you move forward. So it's so important to have that support, that mentorship, that coaching, so you can be, you can be successful. And it is. And it's also good to be around people that are like doing better than you. Yeah. You know, that little bit of competition doesn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and also, and just the conversations, you know, and in our, in my circle of friends, they're like all investors and entrepreneurs. And when we're talking, we'll talk business, but like 
the biggest conversation is what's hindering me from going to the next level? Where is it? Where it's, I mean, yeah, we do talk deals and we get all excited whenever we're about to close on an 80 K deal, you know, or whatever, you know, you, yeah. everybody loves that. And that's good, but it's good to have people to celebrate with you on that. And it's good to be able to say, Oh my gosh, I need to do this, but I, I can feel this resistance inside of me, you know, and just to sometimes just voicing it and somebody else to say, Oh gosh, I, I understand. Or, you know, you're seeing it the wrong way. I mean, it's, it's a game changer, total yeah. game changer. It, it mm-hmm. sure is. It's beautiful. All right. So kind of the flip side, what are you most proud of? I think I'm most proud of, I was thinking yesterday, I here lately, I've just felt so grateful for how at one point in my life, I just felt like everything was a struggle. And my goal was to create a business based around how I wanted to live. And I've done that. And I'm still doing that and it's evolving. So, and it all started for me with real estate, which was actually me pursuing that which I wanted, me making the decision to get in the driver's seat and take control of my life rather than getting pushed around by life. And I am proud of how the, I had no idea that this was going to be a positive side effect of real estate in terms of confidence and doing, you know, it's like, have you ever read The Alchemist? Have you ever read that that book? book. Love that book. Yeah. I love my favorites too. So it's like when we begin to move towards our destiny, it's like the world opens up and is like, I've been waiting for you. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just I have been in my heart just feeling that so much lately. And I look around and, you know, I'm it's like I've stepped into a flow of business that I didn't used to have before. You know, I'm enjoying my life, but I'm also working, but I'm not like struggling anymore to make deals happen. It's like they're flowing in, they're flowing out, they're flowing in, they're flowing out. And I mean, honestly, when I think about it, it, I just, I'm overwhelmed, you know, and it just started with me moving forward in something I wanted to do. No hindrance from anybody. No, you can't do this. You can't do that. No fear. And I mean, so if anything, it would be that and the incredible people I have around me, so many wonderful people around me. And I'm so grateful for that. Beautiful. To what do you attribute your success? I would say to the support that I have had, to be perfectly honest. I think this, how's the story go? When the student is ready, the teacher arrives. I was ready. Jack Bosch appeared with Land Profit <laughs> Generator. <laughs> and it just sparked a, it sparked, it ignited what was already in me. And, you know, and it just, it's perpetuated. It's just kept going. So I would say, and then once I got tapped into the other people inside of the group, the other investors, and then I started, I became a coach and that began to create a whole different level of experiences and connections because now I'm in a group of other land coaches and, oh my gosh, they're so inspiring to me. You know, it's like leveling up and they're just doing some crazy stuff. And I'm like, so there, there's some of them are developing land. I'm like, yeah, I think I should develop land. You know, it just changes the, uh, you know, the direction in which you go. And again, it's a new, 
level of mind frame. It's a new level of confidence. And I I just love it. (laughs) That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for women just starting out in this field? So if you are starting out in real estate investing, I would say the first thing you have to do is commit. You have to commit to learning. You have to commit to your own success. You have to sit in the driver's seat and make your choices. And, you know, once you do that and you're patient with yourself, because sometimes as women, we have some issues we have to deal with. Like we have kids sometimes, (laughs) a lot of times. And sometimes we got to like take them to school, pick them up, go to their games, help them with homework, make sure they're eating, dressing, you know, all those things. And all of those can take away from our time, but being patient in the process and keeping your eye on the goal. Oh my gosh, not on the obstacles, but on the goal, because there's a lot of little obstacles that can distract you. But as long as your eye is on the goal, you will continue to learn and grow. The right people will show up. So, and be all in, be all in. I have found in my life, when I'm half-heartedly into something, I'm not going to be very successful at it. And I get like that with certain things. I get half-heartedly into something, but when I'm all in, that's when you find your success. What do you wish you'd known at the beginning that you now know? Well, I guess, that's an interesting question. I can't. So I guess what I had known at the beginning, I guess what I had, I wish I had known younger what at a younger age would have been about investing, you know, it would have been so much further ahead, but I don't get upset about that because everybody has their own little journey. But I, at the beginning, I wished I had known like how to use Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) (laughs) I wished I knew how to mail merge, you know, I wish I could do little things like that in my other business. I just didn't need to do it. And I was, uh, I went to, when I was in college, I was like uh, creative writing, you know, we weren't using no Excel spreadsheets, little technical things. There was just all these little like technical things. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't mail merge. Oh my gosh. How do I do the formula in this Excel spreadsheet? I mean, I was like, those were the things that like I could negotiate the crap out of it, out of a deal. But the little things were the, the technical things for me, it would have been the technical things. If I'd have like somebody sitting next to me showing me how to do little technical things, it probably would have helped some frustration. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's good to have support around you. And yes, you're like, yes. people like it <laughs> the little and the big things. So beautiful. Yes. Well, before we get into our famed end of show Trinity, which is a brag, a gratitude and a desire, what is the best way for people to contact you or reach out to you and find out more about what you do? So probably the easiest way with just Facebook, Christina Walls, if somebody is interested in learning how to do land, there's a link that you should have. It's land. Yeah. And that'll be shared. That will lead you to a free webinar that will give you an overview of the land business. Uh, There's also, you can find me on Instagram. I think it's Christina underscore, uh, oh gosh, I'd have to look it up, Walls, I think. We'll we'll get all that and we'll share that too in the show notes. (laughs) I'm on Facebook, that's the easiest way. (laughs) And I look like me, no no catfishing, you know. (laughs) But yeah, those would be the uh, easiest ways to uh, contact me. Beautiful. Okay, so now it's time for our end of show trinity, which is a brag, a gratitude, and a desire. 
So what is one thing you're celebrating right now? What is your brag? Yeah, it has to be that I've created the life that I wanted and that like I can travel like if I want to go somewhere next week, I can just go buy a plane ticket and I don't have to like save up and I don't have to reorganize my schedule. I can just go wherever I want, whatever I want. And I can do it and be happy and have fun. <laughs> so well bragged. I can go wherever I want, do whatever I want, with whomever I want, whatever I want. That is it. That is the life we all go for. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here, right. <laughs> What and is, everybody wants that. Everybody wants that. Yeah, it might not be traveling, but that's my thing. I like that's to freedom. That's what it yes, is, right? Yes, that's, that's right. We're all about. What's one thing you're grateful for? I am grateful for my friends and the community of investors that I'm in. I feel genuinely loved and cared for uh, and supported. And it is, I never had a career before where I had that. And I feel really blessed. I feel just incredibly blessed. And uh, again, my heart is just full. It seems like the last month with, with gratitude toward this incredible group of people that are in my life that I love and they love me. And that's a good thing. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Last but not least, what's one thing you desire? Oh, one thing that I desire, <laughs> I guess it would be maybe twofold. I desire that more women are able to achieve what they want in life. And that in some small, minute way, if I could inspire them, I would be totally cool with that. I like to see people attain what's in their heart, their God-given desire or their God-given talent. It, uh, I think not only does it help the person, but it helps encourage people around them to know what's possible. So I would say this point in time today, that's my greatest desire. <laughs> so shall your desire be or so much better than you can imagine. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for this super inspiring interview, Christina. Y'all, if you want to connect with Christina, the best way is to go on Facebook, search for Christina Walls. And to connect with uh, me, go to reigoddesses.com and there you will find links to our trainings, our mentorship and coaching programs. Also, if you go under resources, we do have a link to the Land Profit Generator class that we discussed today it will also be in the show notes. But definitely subscribe to the podcast and join us next time for another Real Estate Investor Fast podcast interview. Bye-bye. You have just listened to another episode of Real Estate Investor Goddesses, a show dedicated to sharing stories of women creating real wealth through real estate. If you found value on what you just heard, feel free to share with your friends. Visit us at reigoddesses.com to learn more about our programs and live events, as well as to access other resources. Until next time.